Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the MD's Fantasy Football Show with Dan Mader. Giving you the X's and O's of all things fantasy. Totally agree there. Our next matchup is the Philadelphia Eagles taking on the New England Patriots. The Eagles are on the road and they're favored at four and a half points. The over under is kind of low 44 and a half. At least I thought it was low. I'm personally taking the over here myself, and that's the bet I really like. I also do like the Eagles covering at four and a half, but the bet I really want to focus on is the over here because you got two teams that offensively, the Patriots are going to be a lot better. I don't know why people are acting like this is not the Matt Patricia Patriot offense. They actually have a few extra weapons, believe it or not, from last year. It's not super exciting, but they got a little extra. But just the fact that you have an actual offensive coordinator calling offensive plays, I know what a revelation there, Bill Belichick. It should actually be competent. So I'm going to go with the over because last time I checked, too, the Eagles offense could put some points up on the board, right, Chris? Like, am I crazy here? Like, are you on the under? Or like, what, what am I missing? Yeah, this is a tough one, Dan, because I'm with you. The Eagles defense, the Eagles offense, put some points up on the board, but this New England defense is pretty talented and pretty good. And so is this Eagles defense. So when you look at the two defenses in this equation, I can understand why there could be an under in this game. I would probably go the over if I had to bet. I wouldn't necessarily want to do either or. I definitely pick the Eagles and think the covering is definitely what I'm all about covering the Eagles covering this game in New England. But I don't necessarily know if it's going to be a high scoring game just because you do have two really good defenses. All right, you know what, Chris? You convinced me. We'll, we'll we'll cash a ticket on the Eagles covering at minus four and a half instead. I'm okay with that. Uh, let's talk a little Jalen Hurts at his passing prop because he's my number two quarterback. We're all starting him. No disagreements there, of course. But it is interesting on his prop, though. So 237 and a half passing yards on his prop, 45 and a half rushing yards. Now, New England, of course, last year was giving up quite a few like fantasy points and general yardage to the quarterbacks last year. 20th, actually, in fact, when it comes to fantasy points given up. But uh, Hurst isn't somebody who's always had to throw the ball a ton to kill you. And he doesn't, doesn't necessarily get a ton of rushing yards to kill you either. It's the rushing touchdowns. It's the passing touchdowns. I think he might go under both these marks, even with the Eagles covering. Adam, what do you think? Yeah, I wouldn't be really that shocked. I, I think this is kind of one of those games where, um, I don't know, I think you could see some big plays, but maybe not a ton of overall offense, I guess. Um, you know, there's going to be some splashes here and there with, with the types of guys the Eagles have on offense, but consistent movement the entire game. 
I, I think kind of to Chris's point, these are two of the best defenses in the league. Um, so for them to cover, I agree. You don't necessarily need to see him hit some crazy numbers. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's touchdowns are the name of his game, not necessarily yards. Keep that in mind. We're looking at these props here with Jalen Hurts. What about Ramondre Stevenson? I got him ranked at RB10. He's at nine. We're basically in the same area, low in RB1. Feel great about him. I don't worry about Ezekiel Elliott when it comes to his fantasy value, but this prop here, 57 and a half rushing yards against a good Philadelphia Eagle defense. When I know he's going to get most of the receiving work and maybe we see Elliott be annoying on short yard situations and critical moments. I don't know. Chase, what do you, what do you think here? Is Stevenson going over this mark? Is Elliott going to eat into it enough or am I too worried about Elliott in this scenario as far as his rushing prop goes? Yeah, I don't think Elliott eats into it enough that that's what keeps him from this. I just, yeah, I'm not necessarily sure how many rushes he's going to end up getting seen in this game. Like you said, he will, he'll take the, he'll be the receiver of the two. I mean, Elliot, Elliot was brought in. And at this point in his career, he's not the early, he's not early Ezekiel Elliot anymore. They don't want to have to necessarily throw to him. The touches he's taking away were the touches that Damian Harris was taking away anyway, but I'm just not so sure in this matchup here, like you said, against the tough defense that Stevens is going to get enough run uh, and actual literally run, run to, uh, to reach 57 and a half. So I, yeah, I'm inclined to probably uh, shoot for the under on that one. Yeah. I think he's going to do his damage fantasy wise receiving. So as we have to keep in mind, mm-hmm. the other guy who's going to have to do his damage fantasy wise receiving is Deandre Swift. This was hard for me, Chris. I have him at RB 29 and he's got him at 31. So I'm not too much different here as far as making him an RB three. But with the Rashad Penny, and then you have the Kenneth Gainwell talk about he's really been the guy in the first and second downs, but you feel like Penny's got to get involved somehow. And you got Swift, who they say they're going to throw the ball to more, but this has never really been a team that throws the ball to the running back position all that much, despite having running backs with that skill set. Uh, where are you at on Swift this week? Yeah, I'm not super high on him. I do think he's a flex option possibly this week because one thing I did here, I can't I agree with you. You know, last couple of years, the Eagles haven't been involving their running backs a lot in the passing attack. Jalen Hurts likes to tuck it and run it sometimes. But I've heard all summer long about how they've been utilizing DeAndre Swift in the passing attack, how they have certain packages built just for him, make sure he gets involved in the passing attack. So I think when it comes down to it, they're, they're going to manufacture touches for him. Now, how many you know how many touches are going to be? I don't think you're going to see 20 touches out of DeAndre Swift, but I think you're going to see 12 to 15. And with that, he can give you the production one for a flex position. Yeah, I'm with you. All right, Thomas coming in. Love the stream in a 12-man PPR. I went Hill at 106. I'm on Raw in the second round. Holmes, Keenan, J.K. Dobbins, Miles Sanders, Jerry Judy, uh, Jordan Addison. And then he has Jamal, A-Chain, Higby, Algier. Thoughts and or moves. Adam, when you look at this team, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I like it. Um, Wide receivers start really good. Uh, and the running backs you're able to target late. I love Dobbins where you got him. Uh, Miles is a good option there as well. Um, I think I like AK in the most out of this group. Jamal Williams is a decent spot where you got him, especially with the roster composition you have. Uh, my primary concern would be at the tight end position with with Higby kind of alone there, at least to, to what I see. So um, that would be my only concern. Otherwise, if you're able to kind of navigate the tight end waters throughout the season uh, with your waiver. I mean, otherwise, the wide receiver position is stacked. You're really strong quarterback, obviously. Um, yeah, feel good. Yeah. 
It's a very balanced roster. Definitely have some high upside. That your key is you're going to have to attack tight end at some point this year. Uh, Higby, I think, can get you through for a couple of games, especially if Cups hurt. The volume might be extra there. Uh, but to Adam's point, you're going to have to aim for a guy that can maybe hit big da- later down the road. So stay vigilant on the waiver wire with that tight end position. But otherwise, a pretty good team altogether. Uh, let's talk a little AJ Brown, sixty-eight and a half receiving yards. The Patriots last year, you could actually attacked the Patriots last year with the wide receiver position. Chase, I mean, I'm a little bit lower on A.J. Brown than ECR. I got him at eight. They got him at five. It's mostly just because it's, you know, with Devonta and Dallas Goddard healthy, there's other options they can go to. I already kind of said that I don't think Jalen Hurts is going to hit his receiving yard mark necessarily. And Belichick likes to take out the number one guy. So I'm actually more on the under for A.J. Brown a little bit. You have to still play him as a wide receiver one, but I might be on the under on A.J. Brown. You you have to play him. That's how you took him, and, and you can't. Yeah, there, there's no justification for for not playing him. But, yeah, in terms of his prop bets here, and in terms of taking him at number five or, or ranking him at number five, um, it, it tough matchup. Like you said, Bill likes to take away that number one option. I don't think we're going to see a ton of snaps in this game. I don't think it's going to be – I don't think we're going to – I just – I'm not sure how many offensive plays we actually see in this game. And I'm not necessarily sure that for them to – win this game they need a giant game out of aj brown they've got everybody else healthy and and ready to go yeah yes that's gonna be my sneaky little bet there i'm gonna bet aj brown the under uh spent we're coming back he said he got a creative running backs what do we expect i'll take this one and what do we expect out of madison javante williams a chain and mckinnon uh because he's trying to figure out what he's gonna got there you're fine with madison you're fine with javante they can hold down the four for you in fact you even have some upside with volume and javante's ability there uh the only and mckinnon i really like as a third running back within that offense if he establishes he still has a stranglehold on that uh passing down role within the chiefs i think you'll be fine there you're gonna need some more depth a chain for a redraft league is not gonna give you much even the guys in miami who loved A-Chain and all his highlights, are telling you he's been lining up with second and third string teams. Even with Jeff Wilson out, Raheem Moser has been the primary guy the entire way because, and like Chris and I, we talked about this, A-Chain does not pass protect very well. They don't trust him on certain situations. He's still just like, package player at the moment uh let's move on here devonta smith uh, chase i'll go back to you because you talked about aj brown are you any more or less confident devonta smith going over 61 and a half receiving yards for his i'm not necessarily more confident but it, that wouldn't be the biggest shocker i mean if they're taking away aj brown they're going to look elsewhere well where else do you look you look at goddard you look at smith you look at the running back and we know smith can do that so, I mean, I'm, it's not something I'd be, you know, again, running to the counter to, to slam my money down for, but um, I, I would be more confident in Smith over than I would be on, uh, on A.J. Brown over. Okay, I like that too. Uh, business circuit here, he's showing us our, his team. I don't want to go through it all. Uh, he's asking what he should do. It's an eight-man league. You, I don't know. I don't know what. What are you asking? We should do for what? Because I, I look at your team. There's nothing to do. You got Mahomes. You got Eckler. You got Pollard. Garrett Wilson. Deontay Johnson. Darren Waller. Najee Harris. Uh, you don't have to do anything. Just start your best guys. You're pretty much loaded there. Uh, business circuit. Thanks for thanks for tuning in. Uh, let's keep this thing rolling. Let's talk about the tight ends here. Dallas Goddard. 
I got him as my art, my my tight end five, and big on him all throughout the year. But let's have more of a conversation, Adam, about the Patriot tight ends. Because the reason I don't care about Patriot wide receivers, I think both these tight ends, and to go back to our other guy who was, you know, he had the Higby, Thomas only had Higby. I think one of the guys he should be looking for is one of these two Patriot tight ends. Now, right now, I have Hunter Henry ranked at 17, Gusecki at 18. And the reason why is I have Henry, because he's still been the guy in the red zone for Mac Jones. Would you have that flip-flop, or do you like what I have it? Um, I think this week I would have Henry kind of as you have it laid out currently. Uh, season long, if I had to take a gamble, I like the gamble on Gusecki. I, like, this dude could damn near just be the slot receiver. Uh, Gusecki, I think, will maybe take some time to find a role, but I think he's the better tight end on the receiving end. Uh, I don't know if I 100% think he'll take over uh, for Henry when it comes to uh, in the red zone, um, but I think as far as the the down-to-down work, you know, everything else, I, to me, he's just one of the better receiver options they have. So with them now having competent offensive coaching, I think they'll just find that he's – one of the better receivers they have. Okay. Okay. I don't, don't, I don't hate it. I think both these guys are on our radars throughout, throughout the year. Uh, I like them both better as DFS plays than I do as like in my redraft lineups. Yeah. I mean, they're probably real cheap. I actually didn't check them, but I, I know they got to be cheap right now on DraftKings at the moment. So I'm with you there. Let's go to our next match.